0: They're just kind of contentious, it's who they are. Sometimes we'll we'll blame our parents, we'll say it's in our genetics, it's the way I was made, my dad was this way, my mother, this is the way I am. I can't help it. But we all know that we're all given the same opportunity and the same path to pick up our cross, which starts by Denying myself, picking up my cross and following him. Now, let's go to the book of Luke chapter 22 at verse 41. I already made a reference to this. He was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed. Prayed. Saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. He knew what lied ahead. He had already explained to his apostles what was going to happen. And Peter rebuked him. And he knew that he was heading towards a cross of death. He was was heading towards Golgotha. And he was now taking upon him the sins of the world. He who was righteous was made to be sin for us, that we could be made the righteousness of God in him. It was heavy. It was weighty. And it was filled with pressure. And he was pressing through. And he gives us a good description To the will of a man who is crying out to the Father. If there's any other way. If there's any other way. If it's possible that this can be managed or handled some other way. Let this cup pass from me. I don't know if I can bear it. It's the plight of the believer. The individual seeking to do the will of God coming into conflict with self, resisting, pushing back, stopping. Think about that for a minute. Lord, I want to be used of you. God, I want to be led of your spirit no matter what it takes. I want to be led of your spirit. And everything in me that contends for my will, my way, is the, the exact thing that is resisting entering into a place of sensitivity and following after the will of God. Now watch this. Saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. When he has come to the place that self-will is surrendered. Self-will is given up. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven. Strengthening him at the point of surrender, at the point of letting go and, and the losing of life for his sake that we might find it. Immediately, the supernatural is manifested. Immediately, there is a leading of God's Spirit in his will. Immediately, there is a strength. That would overcome any argument the flesh could give. At the point of surrender, the very place that we, we dig in and we we push back and we I don't know, I just but I wanna not realizing we're holding ourselves on this side of the and letting go would allow us to be led over here into a place of where the supernatural is manifested, where the Spirit of God is leading on a daily basis and the, the inconvenience that flesh hates. God rarely leads in a place of convenience. The leading of the Spirit is almost always inconvenient. And it demands of me of saying, Yes, Lord, and no to my own will, my own way. I've watched people deal with this most of their life. I talked to a 70-year-old, 74-year-old man the other day. I'm thinking it's not recording yet. And the point of our conversation, oh, I can't step off of here, brought us to a place of realization. You're still centered in self. You're, you're, you're communicating and you're acting out as though you want God to use you here and use you there, and you're 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 trying to make yourself available, but your your mind is still still so centered in self. You're whining and crying. Let me tell you what waits ahead of you. If you would just come to the place. Of letting go of all of that. Amen. And saying not my will, thine be done. Order my steps today, Lord. No matter how inconvenient. I'll, I'll step out of my system. I'll push back from my My disciplined lifestyle, that in some areas has literally locked you out, because I had deserved to be the right thing to do at the right time, and just keep doing it over and over. Matthew sixteen and twenty-four. Had I read there yet? Then Jesus said, uh, "Okay, deny himself. Yeah, lose his life. Sorry." Oh man, I'm a, yeah, I was past there. <laughs> to contend for my way will keep me from experiencing the supernatural. most likely. Seeking to save will only cause me to lose. Willingness to lose my life, on the other hand, lose my way, letting go for the sake of the will of God assures me of an abundant life in him. Seeking to save, contending for my way, preserving self, will likely keep me from being led of God. Refusal to be loosed from traditional ways will be a roadblock to being led of God. Being married to our own well planned schedules will not allow us to be inconvenienced by the leading of God's Spirit. My youngest daughter and her husband came over to visit one day and she began to share. She said, The strangest things have been happening. I'm starting to feel like it's my ministry. Well, tell me about that. Well, you know, I buy stuff on offer up and I sell stuff on offer up. And notoriously, after every situation we have, and they told me this story there was a couple that they went to meet for a piece of furniture. They had just moved from Wisconsin like days before. They don't know anybody. They're wanting, you know, to make some friends. And I forget where all this conversation went with, but. It, it ended up leading them to talking about their relationship in the church and the body of Christ and, you know, this connection. And it went on for an hour or so. And then she told me of another account, some couch that they bought. And the people came over and they spent, you know, hours in their living room and discussing the things of the kingdom of God and discovered they were Pentecostal Ukrainians. And one after the other. One night she called and she said, Dad, the strangest thing happened. We went, we took the kids over to a park in our own neighborhood. We've gone there before. And we went there and there were other people there. And I don't know, the, the mood wasn't right. And I was uncomfortable. And I finally turned to Miko and he said, and said let's get out of here. I, don't, I just don't want to be here in this park right now. And so they returned to the house late into the evening, dark. Now, she said, Dad, my first concern should be at this time of the day with my two young children is to get them in bed, to tuck them in bed and and to have, you know, feel secure at home together. She said, I turned to Miko and she said, I got to go for a drive. Take the kids inside. Put him to bed. I, I don't know when I'll be back. I have to go for a drive. She said, dad, I didn't even know where I was going. I just got in the car and started it and drove down this road and then turned onto this road. And she ended up getting onto highway 18. And she said, as I got on the road and I looked up, there was a young girl sitting on the overpass. Looked like she was getting ready to jump. She said, I I couldn't do do anything from there or how she described it. She said, "I, I couldn't do anything from there. I drove to the next exit. I turned around, got on the other road and came and got underneath of the girl and got out of my car. And I said, hey, are you okay? And she said, I'm okay. I'm just a little drunk and I'm fighting with my boyfriend. And, you know, but you could tell it was a serious matter. And she just stood there on the side of the freeway and she's got dealing with all these thoughts. I'm about to witness a, you know, a death. She's going to jump off in front of these cars that are coming. And I don't, how am I going to handle this? How am I going to manage this? And, and, uh, pretty soon the guy raced off and then he came back. They ended up fighting some more and she called out to them to stop them. And then she called the police. The police came, she waited. They helped her, and they were going to take her and get her some help. And she said, Dad, it was like God sent me there. I know it's inconvenient at times. I know sometimes it doesn't. You you can't explain. You can't explain it. We must become willing to lose and let go of some of the very things that we contend for in the maintaining of our life. That's saving our life. The abundant life that God has promised. That's the one that's worth living. You know, I've watched people contend for cars and houses and properties and all kinds of things. Only to discover they were as empty when they got those things as when they went looking for them. To me, the greatest fulfillment in life is being a witness. Being used of God and seeing a soul respond in some way. I suppose there's one that's even greater than that. That's when you see that same person begin to turn away from their own life and now turn outwardly to the world around them and they begin to reach and share and be a light and salt in the earth. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. It's no longer I That lives, but Christ that lives within me. I must be about my Father's business. Elder Heart.
1: Would you talk to the Lord right there where you are right now? Come on, the Spirit of the Lord is reaching to us as individuals. He's dealing with us. There's some, you're, you're sitting here, and I know what our human nature does. I'm as human as every one of us in this room. We're as human as the next. Our human nature begins to count the cost. It begins to count the cost. and Come on, there's nothing worth more than a life poured out for the will and the work of the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, maybe there's areas in your life that God has illuminated today. Dealing with you, talking with you. Would you be willing to, right there where you are, lay those things on an altar. Lay those things down. Lay your life there on that altar in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We're going to linger right here in this place of prayer for a little while. We're in no hurry. Just talk to him. Talk with him from your heart between you and the Lord where his word is reached into your spirit and mine. God, I don't want any area held in reserve. I don't want any area held back from denying. Father, I want to be about your business in every aspect given fully and completely to your will and your calling every moment. Father, however you need to inconvenience, so be it for the cause of Christ. So be it for your purpose in the earth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Not just words in a moment of feeling, but Father, a conviction of your Spirit that's come by this living Word today. An acknowledgement between me and you of releasing areas held to, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, praise God. As individuals, we like to be in control control that systematic person bishop was talking about, I could fit that profile um, just being a military raised kid, I learned disciplines. And so, the Lord has had to and continues to work on me in that area. And so, He wants to, you know, there's no greater feeling spiritually than when God disrupts your schedule and you say yes. It doesn't mean you like it at first. I remember, uh, just not too far in the distant past, someone reached out to me and asked me if I would make a trip and spend some time over a weekend. And, man, I didn't want to do it. I really didn't. I, I, and my weekends are like, well, at least Saturdays are days off. And, uh, you know how it is, you work Monday through Friday, you have a full week, most of your evenings get filled up, that's not a bad thing, I'm just saying, we're human, we're human, and so then they reached out, so I thought, well I know how I'll get out of this, I'd been gone a little bit anyway, and I just wanted to be home, here for the weekend, when I say home, I mean here with the body, and home with my family, and uh I thought, you know, Bishop, I feel the same way about me being home with the local assembly. So I'll just reach out to him for accountability. And I'll say, hey, I just want you to know. And so I think that's sort of what I did. I think I, not sort of, it is what I did. I called them and I think sort of what I said was something like, you know, they they asked me to go over there and... uh, Spend a Friday night and a Saturday or a Saturday night and a Sunday. And, and it was like four and a half hours away. So I know I got nine hours on the road, too. And, I, you know, I'm just not that's not exciting to me. And uh, so I, I messaged Bishop and said, hey, you know, they're at, but I think I'm just I just told him I'm going to stay home. I just wanted you aware uh, just because I've been gone. And I don't remember what he said, but he didn't say, no, that sounds good. You should be home. That's what I was wanting him to say. Something like that. <laughs> He didn't say you should go either. I can't remember what he said, but whatever it was, it was a way that I knew uh, that didn't close the door the way I was hoping it would close the door. I was looking for an out. Now, the thing that we were involved in, I spoke with the one who sent the invitation afterwards. And he made this statement. He said, God has done more in this weekend than probably in 15 years of ministry here. That was his expression. Now, God doesn't try to inconvenience you the way we use the term inconvenience. God is just wanting to involve you and I in his kingdom And that's inconvenient, as Bishop has told us, for our humanity. But the hour in which we live, the hour in which we live, why don't you stand with me today? This time that we live in right now, it's never been more critical for the church The people, not the building, not the denomination, not the name on a sign. The people that make up the body of Christ, the church. For us to be fully and completely available to him. Available to him. What happens if the 40 plus people in this room. Every one of us become fully available to him. You say, does that mean I gotta quit my job? No, that's not what that means. Some of you are thinking, oh good, that means I can that's not what it means. Amen. I got scripture that says we should work. Scripture says if I don't work, I shouldn't eat. That's pretty bold. I like to eat. May not be able to tell, but I do. I was getting ready to say, never mind. (laughs) But if we become available, even on our jobs, a whisper this way, a whisper that way. We recognize the Spirit of God's engaging me in this individual's life. The Spirit of God is involving me in this person's life. And there isn't this coincidental meeting of people. It is the God-ordained ordering of our steps when we yield ourselves to Him. And we have to acknowledge and recognize the ordering of my life is being taken care of by God. There's many of you who are there here this morning. I look and I see stories around this room and I'm like... I remember when someone was available to you. They responded to the gentle leading of God. And through God's leading and ordering of their life, their availability, you're here today. I want to reciprocate that in every aspect of my life by the grace of God. In Jesus' name, would you lift your voice with me one more time? Between you and the Lord, would you be willing to receive... And acknowledge to him, God, I receive every part of your word. Now, don't don't say it just to say it. But would you be willing to be honest before God about the word that has reached to you this morning? Jesus, we are hungry for you. We desire to be fully and completely available to you. You've brought us even today at this time for this service to hear your word. And you know where we are. You know our frame. You know where we are in this journey right now with you. And you're reaching to us in this place in love and mercy, inviting us to life beyond what we're going through in our own effort, but into true abundant life that comes in losing our life for your sake. I pray the word of God be imprinted upon the tables of our heart. I pray the word of God today be sealed within our spirit. I pray the word of God be made manifest to us in these afternoon and days ahead. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let it be so. In Jesus' name. Praise God. As you and I yield to this, I believe we'll see evidence immediately. Bishop talked about it. As soon as the Lord Jesus, the man Christ Jesus, yielded to the will of the Father, the supernatural manifested itself. That's every one of us. In Jesus' name, praise God. Thank you for gathering here today. And opening your spirit to the word of God. I'm still adjusting to this idea of getting ready for another service. (laughs) Praise God. That's a good problem. Amen. Um, We're so glad you're here today. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. I trust you recognize we're not interested in just having a service i'm not interested in just accommodating a religious routine we're interested in connecting to what god is doing and letting him work through us the way he wants to amen praise god god bless you i'm going to dismiss you in jesus name thank you for your compliance if you will with our directives that we're trying to